I gotta play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one I sold for 61 on April 27th. Damn. Free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, no, I got auto pick. Oh, oh there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. How do we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. Week eight is here. Back on the football card quest, we are ready to do some live football card sniping, some prop betting on underdog fantasy. It's auto pick time, baby. Derek Richard knows what time it is. I'm your host, <laughs> Auto Pick Andy, aka AC. And I got my man, Steve, the eBay hitman, Caladesi. Good evening, sir. What's going on, bud? Oh, man. It's good to have all the teams back from bye week. We've got a full slate this week, week eight. Uh, six teams on bye week last week was really rough in terms of fantasy. You had scoring down, uh, only 38, something like that, touchdowns. I remember at the end of red zone, uh, you know, and they're talking about how the scoring is down. Some pretty big performances, though. If you look at like the Colts and Browns game, was wild. Uh, your your boy Tyson Badgett, you know, leading the Bears to a win was really fun to watch. Um, it was it was it was a really interesting week. I think there was a lot of uh, takeaways. It, the the big name injuries didn't seem as 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 much this week, but um, there's still definitely some notable injuries that are going to impact Week Eight. But then we get a lot of guys back from by, which is cool because NBA started this week, right? And so, like, you get all the teams back from by a full week of NFL, man. It's exciting. Yeah, we got not only, uh, you know, some old injuries that are healing, but uh, some new ones to discuss, Andy. Uh, though we have a full slate, we do have some guys that may not be playing this week. I think we need to get to that. <laughs> uh, I know you're chomping at the bit. I know you're chomping at the bits uh, to uh, to dig into who may not be playing this week. Uh, so, Steve, fill us in on, on who are the big names not playing this week, man? Uh, I mean, there's a few do not practices today. Hawkinson, Tyreek Hill, I think those guys will all be fine. But the biggest one, the guy that is always talked about every week is everyone's new hobby darling, Brock Purdy in the concussion protocol. So with them playing tomorrow, uh, that is going to be a quick turnaround there, and he may miss the game. Yeah, that is um, – well, wait, 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 wait. So, tomorrow so, or Sunday? Am I missing th – Thursday, Thursday night – I know this Thursday night football is the Buffalo Bills against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, my uh, bad. I'm reading too many things at once here. <laughs> Yeah, Diamond Dogs thinks Purdy will play. So I saw this and I'm like, wait, what are you talking about? Sam Darnold. And then, and then, yeah, I had to look it up, Steve, and ma magically uh, getting concussion symptoms on the airplane back home. I, I looked into it a little bit more. They were talking about an overhead shot of a QB sneak that he did where he took a pretty significant uh, blow to the head. It's just uh, really odd. And I think, though, now that he's in the concussion protocol, I think you're probably right. Uh, we haven't seen a player this year yet play the week after they went into concussion protocol. So, if, but it's so strange, man. Like, why after the game? Why on the airplane back home? 
um, almost, uh, it's just, it's just wild. It's, it's, it's almost like, you know, this past week with Bijan Robinson being sick, the headaches, but he was out there at the beginning of the game. He ran a route on, he was in on a couple other plays and then he was out the rest of the time. And then he was in right at the very end and got a carry. And they said it was headaches. Um, some strange stuff happens in the NFL. Obviously, as we all know, officiating was terrible this past week, and they were absolutely put on blast by uh, a lot of NFL head coaches. <laughs> Mike McDaniel's being one of them. Yeah, no, a lot, of, a lot of coaches, even some prominent, uh, you know, people that cover NFL on a daily, daily and weekly basis, uh, were just going off on it. So. Do I think anything changes? Maybe not. Probably not. But uh, it should. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I was watching games this Sunday and I was like, I can't believe what I'm seeing. And they're just letting people get away with one team's getting away with stuff. One team's not getting away with anything. And it's just it's not being called down the middle, unfortunately. Inconsistent, right? It's inconsistent. It's volatile. Kind of like the sports card market, Steve. <laughs> So, so check it out. I sold a Jalen Hurts raw base prism for $35. I was kind of surprised I sold it for that much because I'm thinking, well, Brock Purdy raw base prism sells for like $45. So I was impressed to see that the Jalen Hurts market is finally, it, it is it is inching. It is inching upward. A big part of that, thanks to A.J. Brown. Man, this guy is absolutely just playing like a beast this year. Uh he, AJ Brown is now on an NFL record streak of of most games with the uh, with over a hundred yards or 150 yards, something crazy. It's like it's it's around his uh, receiving yards. I can't remember the exact record, but he's on a streak with most consecutive games over a certain amount of yardage. And I will tell you, I looked up earlier, Steve. Jalen Hurts has not had less than 30 pass attempts per game this season. And he's actually throwing the ball quite a bit as well. And they have one of the best defensive lines in the league. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was impressed to see that that sold transaction. Steve, what do you think about the, the current Eagles market? Do you think uh, Devonta Smith is just in a little dip right now? Do you think he's going to bounce back? He's, he's really kind of taking a backseat as A.J. Brown has dominated this year. You know, I, I feel like it's hard to say, but we did see last year that the uh, the catch-up didn't happen until, like, the, the latter half of the season. So it wasn't until the second half of the year that you saw him start getting about an equal share. So we kind of thought that going into this year that would kind of carry over. But, you know, the squeaky wheel gets the, uh, the oil, if you will. So it just uh, comes to ask, you know, is he going to start complaining for a little bit more action or – you know, is he content with just being the the one B and and them winning a lot of games? So uh, it's hard to say, but I mean, that's a guy that if you have, you have to roll out every week because he's just one game away from just torching the other team. So um, I think you got to hang on to your Devonta Smiths and uh, or maybe even get in get in on the low end. And with all teams back this week, it is actually quite juicy. The Eagles are going to be playing the Commanders. And the commanders have been very shootout friendly with that secondary. Uh, and so this is only gonna this is only gonna be better for the Eagles. And uh, there's a lot of games with low uh total point totals this week, Steve, as we get into this week's slate. 
Um, the Eagles at Commanders is one, though, where I, I, I like the, the fact that uh, Jalen Hurts has thrown for over 30 pass attempts each game, even though some of those have been in uh, significant positive game scripts and errors. So it, it lends me to think that they're going to keep throwing it. Yeah, I mean, you got to like that. And, uh, you know, and you got to like that where he's come from just two seasons ago when we were fighting people on here saying that, you know, he's a bona fide QB and people said he's not a good quarterback and not even the best quarterback on his own team and yada, yada, yada. So, uh, yeah, he's come a long way. I think he'll continue, continue still improving. And with those receivers and running backs that he's got in that line that he's got, He's not only a threat to score through the air, but we know about the tush push, and uh, he'll be scoring pretty much all the goal line carries as well. We got some pretty juicy Devonta Smith stuff ending tonight, Steve. Uh, you got a field pass, National Treasures, horizontal, but you get that game photo, serial numbered out of 99, gold Sharpie. Um, currently $34 in auction ending in just under an hour and 54 minutes. What, what would your max bid on this card be you think to snipe it? Uh, I mean, honestly, probably not too far from where it's at, maybe in the 40 to 45 range, you know, he's going to have to start playing a bit better to see some gains out of that. But, I think it can be had for around 40. Yeah, and it looks like this is great photography here, maybe even a scan. So you get some really good detail. It looks like the, the raw card. I, I'm not crazy about this auto. I, I know that he's got a very simple signature. If you look at this contender rookie auto here or the silver prism uh, rookie auto there, you actually get quite a bit more signature on that. So when it comes to grading this auto compared to his other ones, this is going to be pretty low. Like that's a pretty bad auto compared to some of his other ones in it. And I, I do know these national treasures are thick cards they are like really thick card stocks. So you can see some whitening here on the corners and stuff. And I, yeah, I think you're right, man. I don't think this one goes up too much more from where it's at now at 34. You never know with the probe scene auction. But uh, I think in reality, it's going to be around 40 bucks. Would you rather have that field pass uh, out of 99 for 40 bucks or the Silver Prism rookie auto? Yeah, the Silver Prism. You know, the, the field pass comes from a great set. But at the end of the day, what do we got with the Prism, Andy? We got the desirability factor. We have a vertical card versus mm -hmm. a horizontal card. Um, and, you know, just in general, as far as resale, the uh, base versions of a card, uh, and this is obviously an auto prism version, but tend to do well and are more liquid than inserts generally. Mm. Mm. I, I, I think I have to agree with you, man. I think I'd have to agree with you there, too. I'm, I'm a big stickler for vertically formatted cards over, over horizontal and I uh, just that that auto on that field pass kind of drives me nuts. And as much as I like the National Treasures brand and the on card auto and stuff, it's you're right, man. You're right. It is it is there. So, um, Steve, as we always do, let's say what's up to our boys in in uh, in girls in the chat if there are any out there. But uh, Derek's in the house. Diamond Dogs. Woo -woo. Jets crazy, man. What's what going up, man? on? Jets crazy. 
What is good, man? We got Larry, the STS guys. Loving that profile pick, Larry. Chad. Chad, they're they're getting fired up about uh, Sam Darnold. So have you made any plays on Sam Darnold? Like, has his sole transactions been popping off? Uh, that's a good, better question for Chad than me. I've been at work all day, so I'm just getting on the news myself, but um, I know that if he does get a start or multiple starts, I'm ready to go because I got a couple on deck that I've been sitting on for a while. You got a couple on deck you've been sitting on. All right. All right. I, yeah, I luckily got out of my Sam Darnold's a while back and I almost got in on one in the off season. And then was thankful I didn't, but uh, by golly, Steve, I mean, people are people are getting back in on it. L look at this. I know it's a one of one gold laundry tag got Josh Allen and Darnold on there. So there's a lot more reasons, but that's a pretty big buy it now sold today. Wow. Only only a 25 percent discount, too. That's a big card. That's a big I, card, man. I got to ask you, what do you? That seems like a good deal, realistically. Just, I mean, some people will say that Darnold on there takes a bit away from it, but at the it end of the day, takes a lot away from it, Steve. And it's got Josh Allen on it, right? The Dar the Darnold on there takes a lot of it. You know what's uh, what's also interesting? Like, if you're a Bills fan, do you really want your division rival Jets uh, on the card? And the same thing for the Jets. So. I kind of makes sense why this card went for fifteen hundred, even though it's a gold vinyl one of one. It's also uh, technically a, a rookie too of Josh Allen uh, with the, with the Nike patch. So a card that should be like at least five ten grand. I think, man, it's just just terrible pairing, just terrible pairing on a card. If you ask me, it's interesting. There's, uh, you know, I'm an avid Mitch Trubisky guy. There's a uh, there's a Trubisky with a I can't remember the gentleman's name, but he was a a bum wide receiver from that same draft class, and he's on the same card as him. And I was like, I just can't do it, man. I just can't do it. People are buying. I just saw a buy it now sold of uh, a Darnold Silver Prism rookie ticket auto that uh, bought uh, sold buy it now for eighty five, marked down from a hundred. Uh, I got to think they were maybe lower than that. I mean, oh, look, here's a base one that uh, was October 10th. So we're talking 15 days ago in auction, $17. We got some college ticket action. Let's go. <laughs> college ticket. Of course, they're, they're auctions. So it's like, you know, yeah. if you force my hand, I guess I'll buy it out of 25 for for $25 or, or what have you here. The cracked ice out of 23 PSA 8 for 39. Like, why didn't the person crack that out? of the of the PSA 8 slab. Yeah. That it kind of blows my mind. You know, here's the thing is uh you know, we have seen big games out of him and we've seen duds as well. But that being said, uh this is going to potentially be uh a test of a few things. We've seen him play very well with McCaffrey in the lineup when he was with the Panthers. And then not good without McCaffrey. So he not only has McCaffrey, but he has Ayuk. He doesn't have Debo, unfortunately, but uh, he does have that, you could say, system of offense that seems like you could just plug and play just about anybody into. So I think it does make 
an interesting play this week. Um, you know, if you're like me and you've just got some Darnolds that you bought two, three years ago and you're sitting on them, if he gets to start, move him by all means. And who knows if he plays well enough, he might have maybe one or two more. <laughs> um, do people, people are buying, so I can only. You know, with with some nice 2018 scarcity, I, I can only see the flips being rampant this week. Uh, you mentioned the 49ers are sitting here playing the Bengals. This is not an easy matchup, Steve, for the 49ers, in my opinion. Uh, you what you mentioned, no Debo, and then at the same time, I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be without Trent Williams too. Who's one of the best uh, tackles in in the league. And the rest of their offensive line is completely mid. It is not that good. Um, so, you know, the, the 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 Sam Darnold, in my opinion, I think the Sam Darnold should be sold heading up into the game and not uh, risking it. You've got the Bengals coming off a bye week here, Steve. They are they're fired up. This might be in San Francisco, but I am not putting any eggs in, in Sam Darnold basket right now. I think if we saw anything uh, against the Vikings that might give us a little evidence of what we might see is possibly a shootout, realistically, you know, possibly a shootout. The the Niners defense suddenly is looking a little suspect, Andy. Now, now you know, primetime Cousins, you know, the guy that's supposed to not be good looks pretty dope, not going to lie. So, uh, you know, I think we have uh, maybe, maybe Joe Burrow comes out of his shell. He kind of came out of it a little bit. Came out of it a little bit this year, but I think that uh, this could be the grand reveal of the true Joe Burrow this year. Yeah, I'm waiting for it, man. I'm wait. I'm waiting for the uh, the Cincinnati bounce back to, for them to get back up to full speed here, man. They need it because the Ravens are looking like that team. The Steelers always find a way to win these tough matchups, uh, just like they did last week against the Rams. I feel like the Rams are continuously getting unlucky um, in the red zone. One guy from the Rams, though, I do like who continues to ascend is Puka Nakua, Steve. He is now, through the three games that Cooper Cup has been healthy, has a 33% target share to Cooper Cup's 28%. And then behind him, you have Tutu Atwell at like 10%. And that's in the past three weeks. He's number six overall in the NFL and, and targets per route run. So he's, man, this guy is getting targeted at such a high rate. I mean, it, it, it's it's crazy to think of, of how much this guy's gone up since he broke out with uh, such limited supply and... There really hasn't been anything done to add more Puka Nakua supply to the market. So in terms of sports cards, his prices are pretty wild, man. Really wild. He's a less than a tenth of a point behind Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's the wide receiver five through the year so far. So, man, talk about just some wild, wild stuff, man. I mean, he's ahead of Thielen. Jamar Chase, Amon Ra, Jordan Addison, Devontae Adams. Most people wouldn't have believed it, but hey, I said it a few weeks ago, man. You guys, the real deal. Do you think someone buys this Prism Draft Picks gold vinyl one out of one for sixteen hundred? Yeah. It's the same Probably. price as that There's Josh Allen, Sam Darnold. Yeah, I mean, maybe they don't pay sixteen hundred. Maybe they pay twelve. But 
there's definitely a buyer out there for that. I mean, his college uh, prism card silvers are going for stupid money. I don't know if you've seen them, but they've they've been going for a lot, man. Yeah, and look, this is this is how you know you made it big time, right? Panini mm -hmm. comes and makes you an instant. So I, I think this is the first in-season instant that I've seen. You can see the picture dated here October 1st. Puka getting his touchdown. And uh, they have eight sold, eight available, 875. This this is going to have the printed or the, not print. Yeah, it is basically printed. It's not inscribed. It's not engraved in the card. The, the serial number, the generic serial number on the back. And these are... Uh, these are pre-sales, so this guy is basically going to get these from Panini but doesn't even have them in his possession yet. So this looks like a, a skeptical buy right here, but I think it's actually not. I think it's actually a pretty solid buy at 875, not going to lie, because I don't, I don't know what the print run of these are, Steve, but um, they're typically no more than like four or 500. Do we have a checklist for uh, Donruss yet? Do we know, is he going to be in the set? Oh, man, that's a great question. I, I bet you there is a checklist out because the, the release date and everything is out. Um, so I, I would I would be willing to say oh, that checklist. they do have a checklist out. out. It's, not, it's not out? But you so, know what? Unless you're in the first two rounds, typically... Um, I know a lot of the Donruss rookies are still in college uniforms. Look at that Panini Black. 12250. Yeah, rookie rookie auto out of 199. This is I mean, this is probably one of the top cards. Panini black. Not getting printed in mosaic. I mean, that's a big factor. Look at that. That's not even an auto. Not even an auto, man. And it's a practice uniform. So, I mean, there's no anyway, doubt, like, base. Yeah, that's, that's true of QBs. I don't know that that's always true of all positional players, though. Like, when his base college uniform prism is selling for $8, the Panini Instant is 150% a play at, um, at $8.75 with the PWE because – the thing that a lot of people don't realize and why I was able to flip so many Panini instants this uh, this preseason, this beginning of the season of rookies, is that this card, when you get it in hand, it's actually when you take a, a, a phone photography picture of it, all of a sudden it looks way more realistic. Like, right, you have the scan, the screenshot like this. It doesn't even look like a real card. You don't know if you're buying something that's a digital card. Uh, it so and, and it doesn't have that that serial number on it yet because they're they're print on demand from Panini for a certain amount of time, like a very small time that you can only get them with the rewards points. So the people that are to them first, and then they'll it's it's only open for a certain time, and then they stop it. And so however many were purchased, then that's how many they print. Um, and it's typically like I don't know somewhere between four or five hundred, and maybe upwards of fifteen hundred or something with how many uh with how good he's been but um but yeah this is definitely a buy right now at 875 i'll tell you that for one thing yeah that's a cool card man and um if you're a puka fan or you're a rams fan not a bad little card to have uh probably his true first pro uniform card right there 
and the and the Rams get uh, the Cowboys this week. So Rams going to Dallas. I just like the the Rams offense is high octane, man. They're so they're such a good team for shootouts. Um, I don't think they'll have any problems, you know, moving the ball down the field against the Cowboys, throwing the ball, to Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, man. I mean this. The, and, and the Cowboys, it's interesting because they're going to be forced into a spot where they've got to be more aggressive, and that's not necessarily Dak Prescott's strong suit. Um, it's kind of been an area where he has struggled, uh, you know, when they get behind. So watch out, man. Could be an interesting game script here for the Rams-Cowboys. Who do, you, who do you got in this game? Man, that's a tough one. I think the only place the Rams have really shown some cracks is uh, the O-line. You know, they do give up a lot of sacks. So Cowboys are pretty strong in that category. Mm, man, you know what? I've been sticking with the Rams, but I'm going to go with Rams on the points. I think the Cowboys find a way to scam it up. How about them Cowboys? They are 4-2. and two. They're hanging in there. Thundering says uh, Cowboys win. He's digging the Cowboys at home. MW says, a great NFL game script. We appreciate all you subscribers out there in the chat. The chat is lit tonight. The chat is lit tonight. So, Steve, we're getting ready to uh, hop into the, the Week 8 slate. And I got some exciting uh, announcements to share about our underdog uh, fantasy pick'em prop bet slips that we made this past week, man. Mm -hmm. We actually won. We we. We won again. We strike again, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, we strike again. You want me so, to do a couple uh, while while you're pulling that up? Want me to do a rundown of any of the uh, positions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. All right. Let's start. Uh, let's start obscure. Let's start with the tight ends this week. So, tight ends through uh, through the season so far. We'll do like the top ten, and uh, there's a little bit of a shuffle going on. A little bit of a shuffle, but uh, we got Kelsey at the top, Andrews at two, Laporta three, Hawkinson four, Kittle five, Waller six, Goddard seven, Cole Komet eight, Engram nine, Dalton Schultz ten. But I will say this, uh, those can be a little deceiving because you have guys that have just started showing up. Kyle Pitts at 12, who uh, is just starting to play football. And uh, Dallas Goddard is actually, over the last four weeks, the tight end three. Uh, I think going forward, that's probably closer to where he'll be for the rest of the season. So, shuffling it up, Andy. Shuffling it up. And, you know, the the one name I was um, – I knew you weren't going to say, but the guy that I want to buy this week is Dalton Kincaid for the Buffalo Bills. This is his breakout opportunity week with – Dawson Knox uh, having to undergo wrist surgery. So that's going to hold him out some time. And the Bills have um, have utilized two tight end sets, almost the most out of any team in the NFL. So it's going to be really interesting to see the type of opportunity that Dalton Kincaid gets as he was already starting to ramp up with some pretty nice games in the recent weeks, Steve. And the target share was climbing. And now you have no Dawson Knox and this is the time, and he was so much cheaper than Sam Laporta 
So that that is my number one tight end snipe of the week, Steve. And uh, I know they're playing Tampa Bay tomorrow night. So you're coming off a short week, but uh, the matchup's not too 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 difficult. Um, I, I mean, you look at the the Tampa Bay defense. It's you, they're gonna they're gonna give up some passing some passing production, you know. And they're they're more likely to stop the run, which is obviously not the strength of the Bills. The Bills are looking to bounce back after an embarrassing loss to the New England Patriots. And uh, yeah, I mean, this, this Buccaneers defense about middle of the pack. Yeah, we said it last week though, and we pretty much said that we thought the Patriots would have a good showing against them. They were just completely flat two weeks in a row, and you got to ask yourself, like. Is this not the same thing we see every year with the Bills? And this is why people start to have these second guesses about Josh Allen. And is he, is he an elite quarterback uh, with him being so wildly inconsistent? So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, genuinely, you either – you could potentially have a game where Tampa just wins this one, maybe not by a whole lot. But uh, if if Buffalo can't get their heads out of there, you know what, man, this could actually be a bounce-back week for – for Tampa and speaking of Tampa, Andy, who's playing quarterback this week? Hmm. Who is playing quarterback? Kyle Trask? Maybe. I know I know that there I think uh Baker had a limited practice today, but I mean they're already playing tomorrow. Did say that it would be a game time decision, most likely. Well, I really hope that Rashad White can get his get his career together. Um, that would be nice. That would be nice. Um, yeah, I'm 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 hoping that Baker plays. I th- I mean, I'm hoping that Baker plays. But um, what about wh- I mean, what about this Tampa run game getting their act together, man? I mean, the Bills' run defense right now is 31st in yards allowed per carry. So uh, that that should make it uh, a little bit plus EV for the Buccaneers' run offense, even though it's been abysmal in generating yards after contact. 3.2 yards per carry is the worst in the league. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's been that way for for a couple weeks now and uh, I don't I don't know that they can get that run game together this year. It doesn't seem seem too promising, but uh they're they're at least continuing to run the ball, which is keeping the passing game viable and uh, eventually it's going to get better. It can't be this horrible all year, but I just don't think that that's it's not an elite or even a you know, good run offense. It's 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 okay. Yeah. Yeah, I um, yeah, I I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Obviously, I'm rooting for my team to win. But if I was like picking a player to to bet on in this game, I I really like the opportunity here for Dalton Kincaid in a primetime spot. When I look at, you know, even even just these elite green right here, Disco Parallel three ninety nine free shipping or the uh, Panini VIP. Uh, yeah, this is from the National Silver Pack. Uh, red sparkle out of 99 five dollars and fifty cents that's a deal you know, you know some of these cool cards those is you know the nationals obviously a couple months uh past now 
and Kincaid's been kind of an afterthought. You know, I, I've seen those go for, you know, well below $5 recently. That probably only went for $5 because of the news, but you could have got those in the $3 range even recently. And those are, I think those are sweet cards, honestly. Yeah, yeah, they're solid cards. They have a lot of desirable assets. You know, rookie card, shield, pro uniform. You know, you have that big rookie text down the side. Uh, you're right. I think those cards are very viable if the, the player was printed in them. Um, solid, I mean, solid play. And especially at that price point, you literally have no downside. You have no, you have literally no downside. You know, I don't know what you heard about Dawson Knox, but obviously he's dealing with something, but not every medical uh, diagnosis. There's so many YouTube doctors talking about injuries, you know, as they occur on the field these days, so you can't believe them all. I'll use Christian Watson as an example. You know, they thought he was seriously injured. He practiced in full today, right? So, but, you know, take it with a grain of salt. I did hear one say they thought Dawson Knox could miss the rest of the year. If that's true, then Andy, you're on to something, not just for this week, but going forward as well. Whoa. Yeah, man, that's huge. Because uh, I got to tell you right now, if you look up the Mosaic Genesis, you have a Dalton Kincaid here that sold at $63 in auction. Let's just pull up a, a 2023 Mosaic um, Mosaic Genesis Sam Laporta. Steve, how do you, how do you feel about the Lions now taking a beating from the Ravens? Um, yeah. in a prime prime time game. We were really really pumped about that game. The 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 Lions were ready to show what they're made of against a good team, and they got steamrolled, man. For sure. Yeah, and you hate to see it if you're, you know, seeing an ascending team like that that you've been rooting for like we have. But it was a road game where they just historically haven't played nearly as well. And, uh, you know, you're going to lose some games. If they make it the long haul and they make it to the playoffs this year, no one's going to look back at week, uh, you know, week six and be like, hey, you know what, remember that one game? You know, it's it's going to be a loss in the record books, whether it was by 5-1 or 100. So, uh, you know, hopefully they move on and, and learn from it. But, you know, there was it was definitely pretty lopsided and uh, they just got I think they got out coached more than more than anything else, because you just saw that they weren't prepared for what was being thrown at them and uh, they just couldn't keep up. So they're still a great yeah. team. They're still going to have a great season. Uh, I say I could say the same of the Ravens as well. But uh, but I, I would that being said, I would expect maybe a little bit of a letdown this week with the Ravens, although they have a cake matchup against uh, the Cardinals. Ooh, that is a cake matchup. But and this is the kind of this is the kind of volatility that you want to target in the sports cards. So for prime example, Sam Laporta, the, the, here we have a mosaic silver mosaic rookie auto non-serial number. But before this past week, this card that sold in auction today for $31 on just five bids in previous weeks. We're looking at a hundred dollar card right here, Steve. I, I mean, I'm saying hundred and I feel like that's like a fairly safe estimate. Like I agree. I'll pull up the, the solds on them, but um, yeah, man, that's, that's the, the advantages as a buyer to target those, those listings. I mean, look right there, there you go. 10-day difference, man, $83 to $31. You know, that just shows you, though, 
um, what a loss for a team can do, especially a decisive one. And not that he had anything to do with it and not that it's indicative of what the rest of the season is going to be like. But there are some people that think that way, evidenced by the prices that these are going for. So, man, 31. And I'd be fairly confident that a week ago that they were 125 at least. They need Brian Branch out there, man, out there, Hector. Um, yeah, Lions are are uh, not quite at 100%. No David Montgomery either. And Jamison Williams looks like a bust, Steve. Hector hit the nail on the head. The elephant in the room is all the drops that Jamison Williams had this past week. And that was after I talked to the Lions fans at the Tampa Bay game, and they're like, the guy's got – alligator arms they use some choice words to describe the way that he catches the ball it's not good not good words if you're you know if it's describing how how well you you do at something so um yeah nonetheless they were basically saying he sucks he's a wuss and he he's not going to um be consistent in production and it, it may not be he he may not have as many breakout games as josh reynolds even yeah, no, um, I, I have to agree. I mean, he's literally looking like the official boom or bust guy every week and not a guy that you probably want to throw a lot of money at or roster even in some cases. Uh, but, you know, you know, you guys talk about draft capital a lot, that, but that'll only get you so far. I mean, you do have to produce at some point. Yeah, I mean, he is a first-round draft pick from Alabama that runs a sub 4-4. He's got all the athletic uh, potential in the world. And the thing is, people are still buying his cards. Look at this auction that ended today. A National Treasures RPA one out of one, 37 bids, $836. That's not a uh, that's not selling at nobody prices. Um, or even, even a flawless out of 20, 100. So, yeah, some sellers are starting to take uh discounted offers to move those jameson williams cards uh one step ahead of of my advice because that's uh, what i would recommend while he's still selling for a premium because of the draft capital and everything i would move them i would move them man i think uh chad's got the comment of the night he said jameson williams bought that card maybe <laughs> set his own market man brilliant brilliant strategy yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, man. Uh, so you mentioned you mentioned the um, the lines this week, and and that that just goes back to the the comparison the comparing that I like to do. So real quick before we move on, I just want to mention that those Genesis for Sam Laporta, as you can see here, one hundred and five October twenty second, eighty two October nineteenth, eighty October eighteenth in an auction, and then you had. The um, you had the Dalton Kincaid selling for like 65. So that's how you quantify how good of a deal you're getting on your Dalton Kincaid. You can really compare them directly to Sam Laporta. And sure. there you go. If you're getting them for a lot cheaper, then you know you've got a good deal. So um, that's, uh, that's the play right now. I think it's a great play heading tomorrow night. I wish there were more... Uh, cards for Dalton Kincaid on comc.com. Steve, 
to kind of snipe get into is not a not a whole lot left on here I, I guess i mean if i was looking at anything i don't know maybe, maybe i'd go after this serial numbered uh nfl debut car here or i don't know steve i don't know if i'd go after any of these right now i, I thought i was hoping to see a little bit more selection for them on comc yeah no i'm it you know it's unfortunate especially when guys start breaking out before there's any bona fide product uh, and i said that about puka last week because just being honest i don't really want to spend a hundred dollars on a college uniform card i just don't you know and by the time the pro stuff comes out if he's still cranking out big fantasy weeks you know his stuff's gonna be too expensive for most people to get into yeah i can see myself maybe getting this one for about 10 bucks or under um, because it's on comp C yeah on eBay I'd only want to buy this for five dollars it's a Donruss elite aspirations uh it, numbered out of 625 pro uniform rook card shield uh it's 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 uh not not bad on comc under 10 I can see you flip turn around flipping it for like that 15 to 20 range on eBay though you're gonna struggle with this card a little bit more because of the mosaics and the panini blacks and uh, and all that other stuff out there for him so yeah um yeah so I, I think that's really all i'm seeing there uh for sam laporte it's kind of fitting that we we highlighted a couple tight ends it's you know it's national tight end day this past sunday uh you know gotta, gotta pay did, homage to the tight start ends. with tight ends first on our rankings today so yeah yeah man so are you, you feeling the feeling the Bucks winning tomorrow night, huh? I think that they have a much better chance than those uh, odds would would have you believe. So, uh, yeah, I think that uh, the health of Mayfield plays a a big role in that. But um, the Bills have just looked bad, and I think the Bucks are better than the last two teams that uh, the Bills have played. So, well, check it out, man. We won our pick'em slip last week on the Bucks. Four picks, guys. Underdogfantasy.com. We play over under on the stats of these players and and pair them together. And in this one, we put in a, a ten dollars. It was a ten dollar bet. It was a ten dollar bet that we turned into a hundred dollars. We ten x our money on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers players, and we brought it back with Drake London because. That 46 and a half receiving yards was way too low compared to the way he's been playing. As you could see, he's hit it all the past three weeks. So, um, and one of those was a, a massive over 100 yard game. So we basically went with the over. Uh, this game was kind of back and forth. It was a very close finish. He had some wacky like flips in the air <laughs> from Drake London. That play was wild. The fumble with Antoine Winfield punching the ball out of of uh, Ritter's hands and Ritter had three fumbles in that game, Steve, three fumbles. Talk about ball security issues, man. So yeah, man, we, uh, we, we hit a quad, we hit a quad one. That overdue, was nice. Man, overdue. I think, I think we're well ahead of the, the, uh, the four and five rate of what we should be hitting on those. So we're doing good. Yeah. Yeah. We did good, man. Our, um, we, we nailed it. Travis Kelsey at home, Taylor Swift there. Uh, for all you guys, I know you guys wanted you're dying to hear about her, hear her name. I know it. Uh, Travis Kelsey hitting his touchdown, Travis Etienne going over 19 and a half receiving yards. And uh, I, may, I, may have, uh, I may have told you to take the over on the, 
that they're a car there. But that's all right. We can't. You did. I know, dude. But the thing is, for the first three quarters of that game, it looked like he wasn't going to hit it. And then he started, get, you know, doing the the fast pace offense. And Derek Carr makes some goofy stuff, dude. He's he's a weird guy. He's a weird he, guy. Uh, he looked like I don't know, man. I'm, I'm not going to say elite for sure, but he he looked like a different guy out there. I mean, he had a couple running plays where he looked fast. He's not fast, but he I don't know. Maybe he took an Adderall before the game or had a couple energy drinks or. You don't see him run the ball. I saw him run the ball a few times. That's not Derek Carr. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, so, yeah, underdogfantasy.com, promo code Quest. Steve, it's no longer a $100 uh, instant deposit bonus if you deposit $100. It, it's up to $500 now, only for new users. 100% instant deposit bonus up to $500 with promo code Quest. And you can play these prop bets and pick over-unders stats uh, with us and potentially 4 or 5x your money. They they also have all the, the variety of drafts. I mean, the drafts they've got going on in here are incredible. They've got drafts just for the game tomorrow night. Like, if you if you can actually get in on this and look, it's, it's a half-point PPR. You can still get your draft game on. One running back, one quarterback, two wide receivers, one flex, one tight end. I wish they had that promo when I signed up. Uh, that is a lot of free money. And uh, if you do happen to do it, maybe stash it away because in the offseason, Andy, you know that come May, we're going to be banging out best ball sheets for the following season. That is, <laughs> in my opinion, some of the most fun things that we do. And that's uh, all in the offseason leading up to week one. Yeah, heck yeah, man. That's the other beautiful thing about underdogs. So yeah, that $500 instant deposit bonus is huge. And it's a limited time offer. I don't know when they're going to stop it. Probably when so many people redeem $500. Like, oh, well, we're done with that. That was, that was, who, whose idea was that? You know? <laughs> um. So, so yeah, check it out. Underdog fantasy uh, promo code quest. And uh, we want to, we want to, we want to pick some more winning slips this week. And we've got our entire, um slate of games so we've you know we can pick from a variety of different matchups but almost all of them are low totals like hear me out steve texans panthers 43 and a half panthers winless i i like texans though uh rams at the cowboys 45 point total vikings at the packers 42 saints at the colts 43 and a half patriots at the dolphins 46 and a half Jets at the Giants, 36.5. Uh, Jaguars at Steelers, 42. Falcons at Titans, 35.5. Eagles at the Commanders, 43.5. Browns at the Seahawks, 38. Ravens at Cardinals, 44. Chiefs at Broncos, 46, which is like, man, I figured that might be even higher with how bad the Broncos uh, secondary has been and how uh, good the chiefs have been. And the Broncos offense has been uh, pretty aggressive. So uh, I thought that would be higher, but that's a 46 in Denver. And then you got Bengals at 49ers, 43 and a half bears at chargers, 46 and a half, which is a really interesting one. Sunday night football, Tyson Badgett. And then Monday Night Football, Raiders at Lions. This is the perfect bounce-back opportunity for the Lions. 45 and a half, though. 
Man, I'm telling you, I, I really hope Montgomery's back because that'll be a big momentum shift going back the other way. So, I mean, the Bears just beat the Raiders with, uh, you know, D2 uh, QB in his first NFL game. So I think that bodes well for the Lions, who play extra extra good at home. And, uh, yeah, Brian Hoyer's not good. Not good. It's not good, man. And you're right. The Raiders' run defense is not good. So this is a great opportunity here for the Lions to bounce back. Uh, Jameer Gibbs did have a breakaway run. I mean, Jameer Gibbs had a big fantasy week, but it came like a lot of it almost what you could call garbage time towards the end of the game, that breakaway run, right? So it's like we we need to see the Lions get back on track here. I, I think they can with a much better uh, like game plan, just kind of going in, getting off to a better start. And protecting Jared Goff a little bit better. I think this team will be just fine. You get Brian Branch healthy, get him back out there. I have to look at the um, the injury status because he's by far the best player in that secondary. They need him out there, dude. They desperately need him out there. They also um, picked up, uh, what's his name, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Yeah, he got hurt week two. Um... Yeah, he got hurt early on, man. We'll go back. We'll go back to beating that horse about them taking Witherspoon, uh, which was just baffling to me that they didn't. I mean, look at how that guy's making highlight plays every single week on defense. Yeah, you got no Brian Branch, so with with an ankle, man, um, they they need a secondary dude. That's so that's that's not good. If anything, I guess that could that could push them into um, into more shootouts. What? A, what are we looking at? Are we looking at another Brian Hoyer sighting? Uh, are these teams giving up on some of these these rookies and, and letting them start? I see we got a, a Will Levis starting this week, man. That is super interesting. I've already seen his sales taken off. It'll be interesting. I mean, his, his values have plummeted quite a bit, but um, I think that Titans, it looks like at this point, after Tannehill went down, Probably sellers at the trade deadline coming up here, and uh, yeah, Jimmy G's coming back next week or this week. Okay, so we're, they're expecting I don't know to that get that changes anything in my my book. He's a step up, obviously from Hoyer, but Chad Chad's talking about uh, how well the Vikings defense has played. I have to agree, man. Unbelievable, <laughs> right? Vikings defense has been playing out of their minds, man, because they started the year as one of the worst defenses and they were, we, we thought they were going to be bad. And now man, they're, they're juiced up, dude. They're now ranked six in yards allowed per carry. The run defense is playing well above average. The passing defense is fifth in yards allowed per pass playing above average. Uh, 16th overall in, in total DVOA. So it's like, whoa, buddy, man. And we thought they were going to fall apart without Justin Jefferson after getting off to a rocky start to the season. And in fact, Kirk Cousins has one of the best games of the season, may, maybe his career Monday night uh, against the 49ers team. Dude, Vikings are back in business right now. Vikings are so back in business. They look pretty strong, man. Not going to lie. I want to hit a few more real quick. Diamond Dog says, since we're on fantasy, I got to thank you guys for all the preseason insight. I am first in my money league. Hell to the yeah, man. 
Happy to hear that. Hector saying Cousins is better than Purdy all day, for sure. And I bet they wish they had Cousins. In fact, uh, that's like a guy that they've always wished that they've had. And maybe somehow if they can fester up the money, that could be a next year kind of play for them. That's a big time play. I mean, I think I still think the Vikings have this decision to make because of how much they're paying Kirk Cousins and the age that he's at. I mean, this is like a kind of lining up perfectly for him to go somewhere, you know. I think there are some teams that are going to move on from some of their young quarterbacks this year. It could, it could be the Falcons. I know the Commanders uh, front office they love how, but it could be it could be Howell. I mean, it it uh, there's quite a few teams at this point that uh, Cousins could step in and become an instant contender. The the Raiders. Yeah, uh, and you know, uh, there's a rumor that Jefferson says he will only resign with the Vikings if uh, if they resign Cousins. Now, whether he sticks to that or not is obviously. Money talks, but could you imagine? Money does talk in the NFL for sure. For sure. Some of these guys are all about it, but then you look at the the real the real winners. They try and take those team friendly deals. I know the NFL PA's gotta force them to take certain contracts for their position. They can't take something too egregiously low, but at the same time. Some of these guys uh, shoot for the moon. You got guys like Deshaun Watson, who looks like he's soft. I mean, he looks super soft these days. And it's a, it's a tragedy because he's on such a good team. And it's like he just got paid out the wazoo by the Browns. And, and he's really not having to do a whole lot. Now, maybe the shoulder thing is more serious than we know and we can see. But, I mean, he hasn't looked good. And this, this mysterious shoulder injury um uh in in this past week i mean pj walker straight up outplayed him led the team to a, a win you know obviously a defense played a big factor for the browns and and he got officiating issues so what whatever but you know still just looking at deshaun watson he is has gone down so much man do you think he's do you think he's done do you think he bounces back from this um, I don't know, man. You know, I was pretty down on him in the off season. It's, it's, it's hard to take that time off and just come back and be lead again. And I think that, you know, with enough consistency, enough time, he could be good again, but he was just starting to look good. And then the injury and you just have to start wondering, you know, maybe is he not that into football anymore? Or, you know, I know we know he likes massage parlors, but, uh, does he like, uh, massage tables in the training room after the football game. So I don't know. I mean, he took a hard hit. You can't take that away from him. It didn't look like he faked the injury by any means. And it did look like he not only hit his head, but maybe re-injured that same shoulder. He's going to miss a few weeks, Andy. So yeah, speaking of missing a few weeks, um, also the running game's a bit banged up. Yeah, um, I know, right? When Jerome Ford started to take off the big breakaway run at the beginning of the game, very first touchdown of the day, like out of all the one o'clock matchups, and then he's in a boot by the end of it. It looks like an ankle sprain. 
Yeah, Kareem Hunt is injured as well, but not uh, probably going to miss much time. So, yeah, if you had uh, Kareem Hunt in best ball or if he's on your waiver wire, man, grab him up. You know what that means, man? It's Pierre Strong week. It is. He did see a good amount of work, and um, they they could actually lean on him more if Hunt is, is hurt. Or if Hunt misses time, he could be the primary focal point. And we do know they have an elite O-line. Uh, Pierre Strong, man, runs a 4-4. You got the elite offensive line. And this guy has got a very interesting profile, especially with the um, the rookie cards being on the Patriots. He's actually printed in quite a bit of product, even though he's a fourth-round draft pick, a late fourth-round draft pick out of South Dakota state the guy's still got a elite yards per carry with that speed man so he's actually an interesting one to uh to look at sniping on comc because there probably is a lot more cards out for him being a second year player wouldn't you think steve yeah no definitely and uh you know there's probably a bunch of people that may have picked him up you know, knowing that he went to the Patriots where they like to utilize, you know, in some cases, three, four running backs at a time. Um, and maybe if you're still sitting on them, this is a good opportunity to move on from those. But uh, I, I would say even maybe as a possible bye week fill and if it's looking thin or if you got some injuries, because he does actually have a decent receiving profile and uh, it could be a nice one week spike. I'm not a long term uh, guy as far as he goes, but. This could be a nice fill-in week. Yeah, you've got a turn-of-the-century uh, black gold serial numbered out of 25 rookie auto on COMC for $20. And then you also have a Panini black numbered out of 25 with uh, with double patches here on either side. Check that out, man. Go with all kinds of colors and stuff. Uh, rookie auto out of 25 and, and you're getting that for like, you know, 12 bucks, $12 and 50 cents. I'm not signed in. So it actually will go down a little bit, a little bit more. Uh, but that man, that's nice too. You know, uh, interesting play on a guy like him is, uh, you can find rookies. Obviously he's going to be in the Patriots uniform. But we know they make no shortage of orange parallels, especially especially in Prism, uh, where you can find the, uh, you know, the discos and the uh, laser beams and all that. So, yeah, pick you up a nice, you know, Browns color match, and uh, maybe that's something you can move from this week. Oh, it's a great idea! Great idea! Great idea, Steve. You could just type orange in that filter there on ComC, kind of filter down. Oh yeah, uh, two two from two dollars and fifty cents. Very little downside there, and you got some stuff with um with a lot higher scarcity to it too up here, man. You you got a Taekwon Thornton Pierre Strong combo, and you got the uh, the orange rookie ticket non auto from from Contenders Optic out of fifty though. Uh, definitely gives it some nice little scarcity boost there, uh, starting from six. So. Yeah, his market's really cheap. He is going to have an opportunity this week to flash. We've seen Browns uh, running backs time and time again. They make one breakaway run, 
and that's it man all of a sudden you their their stuff is spiking like crazy <laughs> you know and it's it'll be short-lived especially with the supply that pierre strong's got out it's gonna it's but it's there's definitely a path there for it to spike from the from the game yeah i found one there's it got a, it's got an offer button on it too let me send this over to you we got a 405 game here at the seattle seahawks a pretty tough Seattle team. They get DK Metcalf back this week. I sent one over to you. Not not like a uh, earth shattering card by any means, but um, actually, from what I'm seeing, you might there actually is one on eBay for less. Or excuse me, there's one on Com C uh, for less. And the matchup is not favorable for Pierre Strong this week against the Seattle uh, defense. They've, they've had a top three run defense right now. They're ranking third in yards allowed per carry and overall rush rushing defense DVOA. So the Seahawks run defense is it right now. If you uh, – there's a make and offer nice. button, so – that's your that's your flavor you can do that and i believe andy if you're still logged into com c there's one of those for around three dollars nice man well i mean yeah that's there's no downside and it's easy if you're like looking for an entry level thing you don't want to spend a bunch of money or to put it you know a big risk out there you can easily double up on something like that maybe maybe um Maybe sell it for three X what you bought it just because of how cheap you are buying it. You know, you buy it for three bucks, you could sell it for ten. You're, you know, you're three X, and even though it's a lot of, uh, you know, I, I guess depending on if it, on COMC, it makes a lot of sense because it's such a little legwork just to click a few buttons and buy and relist. On eBay, uh, I feel that the you're gonna see a lot more focus on a little bit higher range of cards because of the the legwork involved and a little bit more significant on ebay and and buying the card and taking the pictures and relisting it and managing all that yourself i did send you one more andy for uh, for anyone that's looking for a pretty pretty decent entry price type card again the the only risk is that you know by the time you get this thing in the mail, if he's not uh, being featured anymore, but it does sound like Ford's gonna miss some time with the high ankle sprain. So that's like a yeah. If there was ever a shot for Pierre Strong, man, this is it. <laughs> no Nick Chubb till next year. Now Jerome Ford down with an with an ankle, which uh, we just saw. Um, who was it that came off the field? Yes, the Rams running back Kyron Williams, who was an early season sensation. Uh, it popped up with the boot at the end of that game last, not this past week, but the one before. And now he's on IR done for, uh, done for at least the next three weeks. So, uh, um, Jerome Ford could be headed to the same place and that's high ankle sprains are not the easiest thing for these athletes to come back from. So quick, that's a, that's a three to four weeker. Um, at least so that's some nice runway for Pierre Strong, even if you're buying it on eBay. That gives you plenty of time with multiple opportunities. Maybe it's not this week, maybe you target them this weekend. The Seattle's run defense is obviously uh very good, and and you know, but 
next week, the week after, the Browns are four and two. You know, they could still come away with the win. Uh, PJ Walker could could lead them to the win here. Although I think I'm going to go with Seattle, Steve. I think I, I think I'm going to go with uh, Seattle on this game. Yeah, I think I agree with that. And uh, you have Metcalf back this week. Um, I think one concern is Kenneth Walker didn't practice. So hopefully he's healthy. He's obviously the key to that big running game that they have. And it's just a touchdown machine. So hopefully he's playing this week. Um, man, that Browns-Colts game, Andy, just one of the weirdest. And probably if you if you were following the whole, the whole officiating scandal, uh, probably one of the worst officiated games of the week for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, check this out, Steve. So Seahawks this week, but the week after, the Cardinals. So the Browns get some some nice runway here for Pierre Stronger the next couple weeks. Uh, Steve, uh, we have an abbreviated uh, episode tonight. Um Got dealing with a few things here at the house, but uh, are there any other matchups that jump out to you uh, on this this week eight slate that we have that we went through um, that you like, man? That you, that you think we should be targeting? Oh, let me pull the slate up here real quick. Then I don't have that same thing pulled up. I got all the rankings and all that pulled up. Let me pull the uh, schedule up here. And Dolphins and Patriots, you know, for a Patriots team that just looked like they were getting their stuff together, I, I got to feel like Dolphins are going to be angry <laughs> at how that game went last week and uh, do what they do at home, and that's just crush people. So I think that's going to be a fun one to watch, get your Dolphins guys in your fantasy lineups, but uh, I would steer away from most Patriots this Unless week. Unless it's Kendrick Bourne. Unless, Yeah. Uh, an interesting matchup, Andy, is the Texans and Panthers, not for any particular reason other than the top two QBs from the draft facing off, which is kind of cool. Uh, what else do we got here? Steelers-Jaguars. You know, I'm not super big on either of these teams, but I do feel like both of them have overachieved up to this point. So time to see what shakes out with that one. I think the Jags are the real deal, man. This is I, I, this is one of the most exciting games for me this week. This is a big time matchup. I think the Jags can beat the the Steelers. It's a massive statement. Uh, Christian Kirk has been slowly uh, ascending as as Calvin Ridley is just a uh, just proving that he's another guy. And the run game has been dominant, whether it's Trevor Lawrence or Travis Etienne. So. Um, and their defense has been really good. I, I think this is like a match, one of the matchups that I am really excited about this week. Yeah, I'm going Jags. Um, I'm going Jags. Taking Jags. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Steelers have won some some scandalous games this past week, Andy. Did you see the ending to that game? That is scandalous. That was a loss, 100%, and they got a gift spot. You got to ask yourself where the uh, where the the ref's head was at. Probably in the bookie's pocket somewhere. But um, that's unfortunate that that happened that way. But they they got the win on paper, and nothing you could do about it. So um, I'll take that. I think you're right on that aspect. Um, Chargers Bears simply because you have a rookie quarterback who won a game for the Bears. Granted, it was against the Raiders, playing on the road. 
playing against a mostly very weak secondary in the Chargers. Oh, baby. Are you ready for Tyson Badgett and the Chicago Bears to beat the Chargers in L.A.? I'm feeling it, man. This Chargers passing defense is 28th, like you mentioned, they're bad. They're they're 28th overall and 30th in yards allowed per pass. Tyson Badgett, who didn't turn the ball over at all, Steve, he, I think he's about to dice up the Chargers here. This is probably going to be a shootout because obviously Justin Herbert and the Chargers offense uh, has been very aggressive, playing a lot. Like Kellen Moore, great. I mean, uh, this this offense is um, is high octane, but uh, the defense <laughs> hasn't been able to uh, stop anything. They're like Swiss cheese out there. So, um, yeah, man, this is exciting, dude. dude th- are you pumped or what? The Chargers are basically the same as the Commanders as far as the defense goes. They have an amazing front pass rush, but that secondary is just vulnerable to just about anybody. And it sounds crazy, Andy, but you look at the records and the Chargers are two and four. The Bears are two and five. On on paper, that's not very different. And, <laughs> not uh, at all. You have the holly, you know, one of the hobbies, darling QBs going against maybe the rising. The next is this the next Brock Purdy? Is Tyson Badgent the next Brock Purdy? He sure seems like it because I dug into his his bio and there's a lot of of characteristics and traits there um, that uh, that kind of stand out. Man, he's got good arm talent, uh, and the kid's got like a good work ethic. Uh, he's got good discipline. He could have gone to a D1 school. He had offers to go to a D1 school to transfer from Shepard, but he decided to stay at Shepard. And uh, as a result, you know, draft capital wasn't there. He balled out at the Senior Bowl. Um, guys like, you know, Michael Wilson and Josh Downs and these guys that that are names that we know about because they're kind of, you know, uh, aspiring stars in the in the NFL or because Tyson Badgett was throwing him the ball at the Senior Bowl. So that's interesting, man. Tyson Badgett, uh, I'm looking at his score. Like what's crazy to me, Steve, is that this is a uh, a gold zone score numbered out of 50, but without any autograph here, going for 80. And the score auto, non-serial numbered, went for just $20 more, 100. And this is one of probably the primary cards for him right now because he's got so uh, few rookie cards out. You know, it seems crazy to think about, but at least here in this area, there's people that think maybe he should be the starter going forward. Now, now, that seems crazy, but (laughs) we see from week to week how hyper-relevancy plays a role in uh, the sports card hobby, and it obviously plays a role everywhere in the football market of all types so yeah interesting i mean he didn't have a bad game it wasn't elite it wasn't uh anything exceptional but again it was his first start and you, you know you build from there so i think we we find out a lot this week about who he really is and and you never know when someone's going to do something like this so you can see the same score auto non-serial numbered is sold for $55. Like if you want something that's manufactured by Panini 
that is has Tyson Badgen on it and anything Chicago Bears related, not a, a draft picks card or a college uniform card. The score is where it's at right now, man. And if 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 you you have somebody that doesn't know what they have or how to properly comp out a card because there's not many of them out there and it's pretty new product. And so you can get score at any target Walmart. It's there. Like score is a very common set. You know, most people don't buy it. That's why I love when things like this happen to a guy like Tyson Badgett, because now people are going to go out and buy score, trying to pull Tyson Badgett cards. Um, so more score sealed products going to be sold right now. And that's good. I mean, that's good for the manufacturers, good for the hobby. I'm sure he's probably going to have an instant soon. But look at that. Someone listed to buy it now, and it sold almost right away because you see it says new listing. The, the, the score rookie auto buy it now sold almost right away, $55. Someone probably couldn't press the buy button fast enough, only for the same mm -hmm. auction on a reputable consignment shop, DC Sports 87. Sells for $102.50 tonight. Somewhere someplace there's a hobby shop or a card show where that got pulled and got put in a five or ten dollar bin somewhere and it's still there i'd put money on it and uh if you have a local card shop or you're going to a show this weekend check because not everyone knows who this guy is let's be fair we do because we talk about him we watch football you know probably every weekend or we at least talk about it every week so there's definitely an unknown factor, at least for now, with this guy. One more good start, one more win for the Bears, and you might be might be hard to pull any of his cards out of any bins other than showcases, Andy. Good Lord, Steve. His his cards have gone up so much throughout the week. Uh, he's he's turning into one of those guys where, man, you, you probably would have benefited if you just impulse bought him, <laughs> you know, on Sunday kind of yeah. thing. Like, that that what were those probably going for like, you know, in the preseason? Although I'll tell you what, he had one good preseason game, and there was so much hype here in Chicago for him after that. But then it all cooled off after Fields had his two big games. Yeah, Fields gets hurt. Now we're talking about him again, and you could see how the pendulum has swung back. And on the the other side of that conversation, Fields high end cards like PSA tens of lasers and discos and things of that nature are just absolutely going for half or a third of what they were before august 8th the tyson pageant score uh rookie auto that's now like a hundred and ten dollar card was going for 16.25 17 dollars and 15 cents so it's it's it's, it's gone up over 500 percent yeah every listing you find seems to slightly go up a little oh more. yeah so someone just could have sat around, probably probably Chad was sitting around all August sniping Tyson badging cards. 30, 36, 30, 40. You can see it every week that goes by. They're going up in price. Yeah, they, they kind of were and until it starts going crazy here. Um, they started bouncing around, which is crazy that someone was able to buy a $55 one today because this one right here, October 25th. Somebody, some knucklehead listed their card. It's like, yeah, man. I mean, you could see it's a bad photo. It's probably a newer seller. You know, uh, he's got 137. 
You know, it's like good sale. Congrats. But you could have got easily twice as much for that card. Easy. I'm thinking this card probably by game time on Sunday night. Sunday night is is a, is going up to 150. And then if he plays good against the worst secondary in the league, which should be pretty easy when you got guys like DJ Moore and shout out to Cole Komet. You know, I was I was kind of I was kind of peeved that um, you had no Roshan Johnson because this was the game for Roshan to break out when you had a career day from Deonta Foreman. Oh man, so I was me. bummed. Like Roshan's on a three or four week concussion now at this point, which is another really weird thing. And he played with Bijan, which just you know coincidental, I guess. But man, it's just weird, man. That's a really long concussion. He did practice. He's still in the protocol, so. He may be back this week, but yeah, I mean, not not just because it's the Bears, but I think that that is a probably one of the most interesting games to watch. That and the uh, Texans Panthers. Oh yeah, we love us some Texans offense, man. That that Bobby Slowick, Kyle Shanahan offense. Those Houston Texans. We get some C.J. Stroud back in the game this week. Who's going to be Nico Collins? You get Tank Dell back now too. So I'm I'm excited um, more so about this this Houston Texans passing offense. I love it, man. They're I think they're gonna dice up the Panthers here, and that'll be fun to watch the number one and number two picks go back and forth against each other. Uh, maybe the Panthers can get their first win, but I doubt it. And I'm hoping they don't, because as you know, the Bears have their draft pick. So let them keep losing. <laughs> there you go man there you go let him keep losing steve said we got that number one number two locked up baby yeah maybe not you might not have that uh that number one locked up for much well you know you get the panthers but i mean you're number two overall so if the panthers they're they're definitely on that fast track to for to giving you guys the number one overall pick so i don't know i guess at least, i mean it's yeah, gonna we'll, be wild. most likely have at least the one you might, you might, you guys might be able to lock up the first three or four picks if you trade Justin Fields. Oh, but yeah. no, Tyson Badgett might actually lead you to more wins. It's this, they're probably going to bench him as soon as Fields is healthy. And, you know, I don't know. The Bears do weird stuff. So maybe, hey, trade deadline's coming up. We've seen some crazy things happen. So, you know, a lot of what uh, we talk about with like the hyper relevancy thing, keep an eye on the trade rumors because. Those are going to steam up some massive card sales. Once there's any big names that move, you know, it's going to, even if a big name doesn't move, it may move a player into a starting role that could project him for a, a big sale. That's it, man. They could do it. So you want to be ahead of that. You want to snipe early. Um, appreciate you guys for tuning out. Make sure you guys check out. Uh, nooffseason.com if you want to get access to our web app the discord server all that kind of good stuff that we offer click on uh click on the football card quest footballcardquest.com click on that button that says go premium and that will take you to where all that good stuff we have is i put out a uh, massive psa pre-grading video up there on the members only feed earlier today because i had um, was going through the PSA submission process of, of how we actually do it and how we track everything. And then some of the guys sent me, plus I got a, uh, some cards back, Steve, some really monster cards back that had to be on their own submission. 
So I did all that in like a 45 minute video. It's just raw, uncut. I do some backstage stuff over there uh, for the members only like that as well. We do deep dives every Wednesday. Uh, we do the the members only mailbag on Thursday. We do the um, the auction sniper article Friday morning. So check it out, guys. Check it out. And if you uh, if you're interested in any other sports cards, uh, Intel and sports cards rankings from uh, whether it's baseball, basketball, uh, golf, tennis, you name it, go check out NoOffSeason.com. And uh, we are happy to be part of the NoOffSeason.com sports card network. Appreciate you guys. We out. Oh, yeah. Good night, everyone. Peace.